Well, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think and live and make decisions. But when everyone disagrees, how do we cut through the noise? How do we sift through all that information overload and choose what governs our lives? As we pray and process these things, we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. And since we can't do that, we thought we'd have Jeff on anyway. (laughs) Gotcha. How you doing, buddy? You did get me. I was just sitting here thinking about how grumpy you are, but you put on your pleasant podcast voice for the intro. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, which I think is a, you know, in your anger, do not sin, right? So just because you're in a foul mood doesn't mean you have to spread that to everybody else. I just remember it brought back memories of my mother, like yelling at me. And then like the phone would ring and she'd be like, hello. Hello. (laughs) We were were close to a homicidal incident (laughs) three seconds ago. I'm really glad I could remind you of Phyllis. (laughs) (laughs) That, that 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 doesn't happen very often. That's that's true. Yeah, when people look at me, they often think of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, yeah. So See, this um, is all attempt everybody to cheer Joe up. He's he's just been a grumpy bear today, and I feel like I have to bring joy wow. into his life. You know, this is such a perfect segue actually to today's topic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm setting you up. Yeah, I appreciate I got that. Your back. So we haven't said this yet, but if you're listening in real time. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. That's yep. the, the week that this is being released. Um, and that actually is kind of the nature of our question. Yeah. So um, the short version of this question is, how am I supposed to be thankful when mm-hmm. life seems to be imploding? Or in my circumstance, how am I supposed to operate as a healthy human being even though I'm upset? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, seriously, like when we think of Thanksgiving, we often think of maybe a a movie or a TV setting or maybe that one holiday that just seems perfect in our past. You know, everything's laid out on the table perfectly. Everyone's in their, you know, great looking clothes or whatever. And we're, we got jobs and the family's doing well and everybody's healthy. I'm just so thankful. Mm -hmm. But there are so many years and so many times where that at least stacked up is not the case. Someone's sick, maybe just lost somebody. Um, I have a few of my friends in particular that I'm thinking of right now. They just lost loved ones days, mm. if not weeks, before the holiday. Um, something inside them's not right. And yet, here's this call to be thankful. How, Jeff, how how are we supposed to be thankful even when life's kind of falling apart? Well, I think that it's, it's a really good question, and it's a very hard thing to do. Um, <clears throat> and we all struggle with it. I, str- I struggle with it too, right? So my mood can go super dark, actually super fast. I have a, a a switch that can turn pretty quick. I have to be very careful about that. And then I'm a, uh, a very um, easily annoyed person, so that's probably pride within me. But my, Heidi, my wife, calls me Sparky. Mm-hmm. She's like, "You're always just a little upset about something," you know, kind of thing, <laughs> which is very, very true. And I can take a little thing and turn it into a big thing if if I don't have guardrails on, and I can do that super duper quick. So. Just just as a person who relates to that, um, it's easy to do that kind of on a minute-by-minute, day-by-day situation. It's also easy to do that when um, it feels like, kind of like you said, you're like, life's crashing in. I've had a loss. 
I've had a death of a dream or a loved one or an expectation, or I have frustrations in my life. Um, This is some of what I would say. Number one, I would say that expectations are usually predetermined disappointments. Mm. And so I think our lack of gratitude, it kind of falls in a few categories, but this is one. So when I have an expectation, um, that's a, a predetermined disappointment, uh, either because I, I put myself and everybody else in a either-or situation. Either my expectations are met or they're unmet. <laughs> and if they're unmet, then I'm going to be disappointed. Uh, I, but I've predetermined with an expectation that um, unless A, B, C, D happens the way that I want it or expect it to, then I'm not going to be happy. Sure. Hence the definition of an expectation. That actually reminds me of, uh, I don't always share this super publicly, but here we go. Uh, I have this little bit of a, a phrase that keeps me sane in those moments, and, and I say it to myself all the time, that no one will ever do what you want them to do the way that you want them to do it, ever. Right. And that is so helpful because of the expectations thing that you're talking about. So if you want to take that a level deeper... Because mm-hmm. um, I'm shallow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. Well, I yeah. wasn't going to bring that up. But, but the only one who can ever do what I want them to do all the time, the only one who is even possible of that is Christ. Right. He's not going to do that. Mm. So I'm either making a some, somebody else an idol, I'm expecting you to be God, and you're supposed to fulfill me, make me happy, and meet my needs, or I'm not accepting Jesus for who he is, Yeah, because he better meet my needs, give me what I want, and all the rest. And, it, and they're, they're just predetermined disappointments, yeah. right? So I, I think that's, that's a big part of why we're not thankful, right? If I... Uh, if I have a free Friday night, and so you and I both love Marvel movies. We, we, do. we yep. share this in common. If I have a free Friday night, um, is that good news or bad news? It's good news, right? Uh, if I have a friend or one of my kids I did this with, and, I, and, and they have a free Friday night, is that good news or bad news? That's good news. Uh, if we say the new uh, Wakanda Forever is out, the new Black Panthers movie is out, is that good news or bad news? That is really good news, right? <laughs> If I go to, if I get into my car, which costs thousands of dollars, that has gas in it that costs millions of dollars, <laughs> and I drive to the, is it good news or bad news that I can drive to the theater? If I go into the theater and I drop uh, easy 50 bucks for two people to go to movies and a little popcorn, is it good news or bad news that I have the $50? Mm-hmm. Is it good news or bad news that I sit down into the movie and I'm not sitting outside in the wind? Is it good news or bad news that in the theater uh, people are respectful? And let's just pretend that they are. Now I have an expectation of the movie. If I don't like the movie, I'm going to walk away saying that night was terrible. (laughs) In reality, that night was like bathed in good news, Mm -hmm. but I had an unmet expectation. Right. And by the way, that expectation is personal. Because 100%. my son might have loved the movie, mm-hmm. right? So by having that expectation, and then I not only did I have it, but I like hooked my wagon to it. Mm-hmm. Basically, what I was saying was, "Hey, 
Marvel Studios, this had better be good. <laughs> According to my expectations, right. which is whatever I define good to be. Right. And nothing else about my life that night am I going to interpret in the reality of what it is if my expectations go unmet. Right. So you just pull that to the Thanksgiving table. Is the house good news or bad news? Is the day off good news or bad news? Is the fact that your family uh, is alive to gather good news or bad news? Mm -hmm. Is the fact that we have money to put a feast on good news or bad news? And when you just start, well, I had this expectation that my sister was going to interact with me that way. Mm -hmm. And that preloaded disappointment now Mm -hmm. taints everything. And what... What we have to do, and this is so much easier said than done, guys. I, I, I really want you to hear me say this. Um, I don't want you to receive this as guilt or shame or you've displeased Jesus. I mean this as a helpful tool, um, but it's so much easier said than done. What I have to do is I have to adjust back my expectations and what I found is if I can do that, I can look at things in a moment and I can determine them as good news or bad news, right? The car started. Da, da, da. And, and when we look at things in the moment, that's when we feel gratitude, mm-hmm. right? That, that's also why when our expectations are met, we feel fulfilled a lot of the times. If the expectations was right, if the expectation was the family got together we enjoyed each other, and we enjoyed being with Christ. That expectation is a lot different than we got together, nobody fought, the games went perfectly, they gave me the right color of Air Jordans, they, right? Somewhere in there is where we lose gratitude, mm-hmm. and, and somewhere in there starts to be the solution to finding it again. Yeah. So how... Um Let's dismantle some of those scenarios a little bit. Let's say, uh, you know, obviously everyone sitting around the proverbial table is alive, but let's say you just lost one of the family members that, as of two weeks ago, would have been sitting at that table. How how do you pull gratitude into loss? So that's a very good question, Um, and I'm going to give you a— simple answer that is not devoid of pain or complexity. Yep. How's that for a That's good. disclaimer? Let's right? go for it. So yeah. here's what I try to say. When I've lost someone, um, if that person is a believer in Jesus Christ, there's one set, one path I can go down. If that person is not a believer in Jesus Christ, there's another path of grief that I go down, mm-hmm. all right? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the they're a Christ follower path. So if I've lost someone, what I'm grieving as a Christ follower, and if they were a Christ follower, I'm grieving their absence, not their loss. Mm. It's different, right? So my mom and dad, uh, my siblings are all still living, and all of uh, um, my uh, nephews and nieces and stuff like that. So when we gather as a family, the family's intact, Save my brother, who who we lost many many years ago. Mm-hmm. So, but my mom and dad aren't there. So their absence is always noted, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
when the the first Thanksgiving they died, they both died in September. So the first Thanksgiving after they died, 15 and 14 years ago, their absence was glaring, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, this nothing felt right. So as a Christ follower, I'm recognizing their absence. I'm not grieving their loss. I'm grieving their absence. So I know that they're with the Lord. I know that they're safe. And I know they don't miss me. And when you love someone, knowing that they're safe and they're fulfilled and they're happy is huge. It's huge because you want that for them. Sure. It, it would be terrifying if if you didn't know where they were, you didn't know what was going on. It would scare you. Mm-hmm. But to have the security of heaven, the security of their salvation is is a absolutely blessed thing. So I have that fulfilled, but I'm missing their absence. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where this is simple but wildly complex. If I can try to remember that grief is actually love. Yes. Right? So grief is actually love. I don't grieve things that I didn't love. I wish we are so on the same page. I literally typed it almost that exact same thing. I'm like, oh, I hope he goes here. And if he does, I'm going to ask. I'll just delete. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. yeah. Expound on that a little bit. So uh, the if I don't if I don't love. Um, Think of a celebrity, any celebrity that's died. When, when you find out about their death, even in our kindness, we're like, oh, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. You don't grieve them. Not, no. Right? So you're like, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's really too bad. That accident happened. Or I didn't, I didn't realize how old they were. Or maybe even if it's sad, they overdosed or something, you're like, oh, man, poor, like, poor guy, poor family. You think about it, you recognize it, you don't grieve them because you don't love them. You just kind of knew that they existed. I mean, I'm just being blunt about it. Sure. That's different than your mom or your dad or your friend, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Because I love them, right? So that's important. I don't grieve things I don't love. Yep. So grief is actually a byproduct of my love. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I'm grieving at the proverbial Thanksgiving table, if I can accept that as it's it's sad, it's difficult, it's painful, but if I can accept that as love, then the conversation at the table will move from the the pain of their absence to the power of their love. Yeah. I watch my my siblings do this and my my parents grandchildren my nieces and nephews do this we'll um we'll get choked up praying about our family or we'll get we'll get choked up talking about my mom and dad were uh chain breakers cycle breakers so like all of us are sitting in this uh loving jesus uh have done well in life we're gifted and educated like my parents just gave us everything that they could possibly give us. Yeah. So so we're all sitting here as like grateful, grateful people. You wish mom and dad were there, but they're not. You sense their absence, you get choked up. What happens inevitably in my family, and part of this is because we're weird, mm-hmm. we'll start telling stories about poppies and Grammys. Mm-hmm. 
and we'll start laughing and we'll start I'll start telling, I mean, I tell it every year. I start telling the story of when my mom yelled at me and my sister and her dentures flew out and the dog grabbed them and took off with them, you know, <laughs> and we'll start laughing and then we'll start talking about what they're like and then we'll start talking about our childhood. And the absence turned to a recognition, instead of a recognition of their absence, is a recognition of their love. And it makes you grateful, mm-hmm. see, and it brings you joy because we're missing them, yeah. right? Now, it's, it's funny. Uh, we don't talk about the cat that died 15 years ago. You know, uh, we talk about a couple of our dogs because you, you like had affection for them, mm-hmm. you know? You don't talk about the hamster. It's, that's more like, what was that thing's name? And didn't it get loose once? And, but Pudding, when, Jeff. Its name was Pudding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but when you really love somebody, that's the process that it goes down. And, and this is what I would say. If you're grieving, like, let that happen. Yeah. Like, don't fight it. People give, like, they'll say, like, stay busy. Keep your mind off of it. And I tell people all the time, that's terrible advice. It's horrible advice. Go there and feel the pain and put your mind on it. Mm-hmm. Because... You're never, you're never ruining my day by getting me to talk or think about my dad. Mm-hmm. Never. Right? That's always a good day for me. I think about him almost every day anyways, and he's been gone for 15 years. Yeah. Um, so it's that kind of stuff. And our hope in the Lord, it's not optimism as much as it's like perspective. Sure. And I think a lack of gratitude often comes from a lack of perspective. Mm-hmm. And if we can shift that perspective to a healthier place, it will like eradicate that lack of gratitude in some ways. Yeah. So like when we have those losses in our life, we can always be thankful for any of that love that we had because, or the, even the opportunity to love because we wouldn't be feeling the loss if it weren't for the love. That's right. And so like when we think about then therefore, well, who are we even grateful to? Like James 1 says that whatever good and perfect gift is coming down to us from God the Father. So right. like that opportunity to love, that person that we love, that was actually God giving us someone that loved us, that we loved back, that we even had that memory, that we even had that opportunity, and that's what we can be grateful for, even if we're in the middle of that loss. A hundred percent. It's all... Heidi and I moved recently, and uh, I have... I might have even told you this story before. I have my dad's tools, Mm. and my dad worked in a foundry. He was a pattern maker, or which is uh, was like a really high-end machinist. Now you do it with computers. He did it all by hand. And so I have his tools. I don't even know what they do, honestly. <laughs> I just I just have kept them, and I have his toolboxes. And um, my dad, when my dad came, I'm the I'm the youngest of my family, uh, so I have very distinct memories of my dad would come home from the foundry, and my dad came home dirty, mm-hmm. right? So that he'd have soot and sand and all kinds of stuff that was on him, and so he'd walk in dirty from work. Uh, he had work boots, and at, he would sit on the bottom step of our steps in the basement, change his boots before he went upstairs on the carpet. I went down there 
every day and met him because he would save a cookie for me from work. <laughs> he did this every day. I did this, and I have this very distinct sensory memory of how my dad smelled. Hmm. Now think about God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God's like I'm gonna. Ma- First of all, I'm gonna create you so that you can smell things. Yep. And then I'm going to attach your sense of smell to your memories. Mm-hmm. Just think about this. It's, it's incredible. So I'm moving, and I got a new tool chest thing to organize my tools in my barn. And as I was organizing them, I was taking my dad's tools that I use out of his toolbox, and I opened it, and I got a whiff of that foundry. It's like a metally oily smell. Mm. And I immediately started to cry. Yeah. Right. So here's God, like lets us smell, attaches our sense of smell, of all things, our sense of smell to our memories yep. and our memories to our emotions. So that when I get a whiff of a toolbox, I remember the depth of my my father's love for me, mm-hmm. my heavenly father and my earthly father's love. Mm-hmm. That is a good, perfect thing from above. Yeah, right? I actually get that with my mom whenever I smell a cake baking. Yeah. So my mom was a professional cake baker for years and years, and I mean, she was every stinking day. It felt like baking a cake, <clears throat> and even from when I moved out, let alone when she, after she passed. Like every time I smell a cake, I think of my mom. Yeah, every time. I think of my mom, <laughs> so every time I hear the dryer running and the dishwasher running, <laughs> because when I was little, I was the only one at home because I was the baby, my mom, it must have been her routine, would get everybody off to school, I would be up, she would clean the kitchen, probably get the laundry going, start the dishwasher, start the dryer, put me down for a nap, and she'd read a book for an hour, while, and it it almost puts me to sleep <laughs> to listen to those things. But like I, th- I think of like I would, I would often curl up in the in the chair or on the couch with my mom. Yeah, and I'd take my nap, and she'd read her. She'd take a break in the middle of the day, and you know. But that's see, those are good. I want to think about those things. These mm-hmm. are good, perfect things from God that are gifts. Now I tell you, when you're sad. You can mistake them for pain, mm-hmm. so you you have to kind of flip the the script a little bit there, you yep. know. But what I'm saying is, um, if it's your dad's toolbox, like take it in. Mm-hmm. If if it's the dryer, listen to it. Don't run out of the house and get your mind off of it. Because the more that you are able to shift the script from pain to love, um, the more grateful you become. Whoever would think that because you loved your mother, you would love the smell of cake. Right, right. But God did. Yep, he sure did. Right? And so it's, it's, so you're going to think of her a lot in the holidays. Sure am. Yeah, and and enjoy it, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy God's goodness with it. Yeah. And by the way, isn't it funny? Um, you're going to mostly think of the positive things about your mom. Yep, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I love to, uh, here's a tip for you if you're not a good cake baker. <clears throat> almost every cake you ever bake is going to have that like domed 
top on it, even if it's a rectangle pan, it just kind never of baked a cake once in my life, Joe. Most of our listeners at least <laughs> could visualize what I'm talking about. Okay. Because <clears throat> even if you know, mom just slaps a cake together and, and it's still in the aluminum pan and it's just iced on top real sloppily, it has that domed yeah, curve where, at the top. Where it rose in the right. oven. Yeah. Well, when you're a cake baker, you need flat cakes. And so what you do is you take a wire and you actually cut that part of the dome off so that you have flat cakes to work with. Well, when you're baking professionally, all of that excess just goes in a bowl. That is the best part of the cake. <laughs> and that's what you so, grew up on. Absolutely. So mom would just give you a small bowl of that cake and a little dollop of icing, and it was just like heaven. You know, it was just so, so good. Uh, I'm sure that's why I was so small <laughs> growing up. But yeah, it's just, it's wonderful. You mentioned, you know, flipping that switch, and what a beautiful prayer that could be. Yeah. As you... Uh, Whatever version of loss or sadness or, um, you know, circumstances being hard, what a thing to go to God and say, God, would you help me flip the script? Yeah. Would you help me to see things through your lens and, and see where you've you've blessed despite the hardship? And you can pre-pray that prayer. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're, you know, if you're going into a situation that you know is difficult, that you know there's pain, that there's emotional wounds, you know, and a lot of this is around family and it really is. You can pre-pray that prayer. Absolutely. And God just let let me minor on the ma- on the on the minors, major on the majors, and let me enjoy all that I can enjoy. And and what what will happen when if you came to me and said I had a horrible Thanksgiving, and if I said why, you would tell me about an incident. Mm-hmm. If we can move past or get through an incident, the other 95% of that interaction was at best benign and at, at or at worst benign and at best positive. Mm-hmm. So we're usually talking about the fight or this, the rolled eyes or the comment or the slight. And, and I'm just like, because I go into some, not so much with my family, but I go into a lot of difficult situations, kind of the nature of our lives a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if I know it ahead of time, I'll pray that prayer. Lord, give me a good attitude. Give me a relationship here. Mm-hmm. And da, da, da. and God loves that prayer. Yep. Right? He wa- he wants to give that to you. And when he doesn't or if 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 uh if he decides not to or if you fail in it, he'll give you the strength to to push through that too. Yeah. That's so good. Well, if we can uh help you through any of this, we would love to do that. Um, This is an ongoing thing, um, whether it's loss or even just hard circumstances that you're going through. That's what a church, that's what a group of people that love each other is meant to do. And so if we can help you in any of those ways, we'd love to do that. Um, And if you have questions, maybe it's to follow up to this, or maybe it's something else, you can always submit those here at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages. And we'd love to add those to our future episodes and help us all navigate them. If you like what you're hearing and you want more of it, make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, and review our podcast. And if you're looking for a church community on the weekends, you can always join us here in the Akron area or check us out online if you're from out of the area. And uh, as always, um, we're just really glad that you jumped in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.